0: It has been said that stretching has its benefits. It feels good to have a stretch after a hard day's work. But stretching does not need to be limited to the physical world. Our minds can be stretched too. This way, we can look for creative solutions, be proactive in developing tasks that really interest us. Of course, it's easy to say these things, but to put it into action is another thing, especially when most of us end up mindlessly staring at our computers without any idea of what to do. So how do we avoid this and become an alert and excited person? Listen in to find out. Hi, I'm Day and you're listening to The Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment. Today we'll be talking about Stretch, How to Future-Proof Yourself for Tomorrow's Workplace by Barbara K. Mystic and Carrie Williard. As usual, let's talk about the main takeaways from this book. One, we will go through how to remain open and motivated in the workplace. Two. We will learn how to multiply career options and opportunities. And lastly, three, how to bounce back strong after a career setback. These are pretty useful things, not just in times of crisis. Think about it. Before entering the professional world, we are surrounded by people who can point us into a specific direction and tell us when we get off track. But when you step into the supposed real world, we are more or less on our own, even if there's so much to be done. This is why there are three important stretches that we should always keep in mind if we hope to stay at the top of the game. The first stretch is to remember that we are in control. If there's something that we are unhappy about, the easiest thing to do is to blame external factors. For example, if you're unhappy with your job, you can always blame your boss or coworkers, but this isn't good for you or your employer or your coworkers. So we have to really understand what are the things in our control and work with that. And if things still don't work out, there's always the option to leave and find another job that suits what you want and can control. This leads to the second important stretch, which is giving yourself options and broaden horizons so that you have a healthy amount of possible opportunities. This just means that you have to be putting in the work. Let's say you decided to be a preschool teacher then realize that you don't want to work with children anymore. So you decide to move to sales instead. This means all the skills necessary to work with adults need to be honed by you. If you don't have qualifications to move jobs, it's not about feeling sorry for yourself, but taking action which is available to you. Whether it's further studies, mentorship, free classes, books, to name a few. And this brings us to the third important stretch, which is setting goals these don't really have to be related to your career. These are just realistic goals that will help you stay on track, especially during tough times. The truth is, all of us will hit a rough patch at one point or another. When we hit one, we must remember that gaining experience is always productive and will help in searching what is right. And like mentioned in the previous episodes, like anti-fragile and the upside of stress, it builds us for the challenges that we will face in the future. Okay, so first things first, if we have a job at this time, we should be thankful. But this does not mean that we stay stagnant. We have to be open to learning on the job and listening to feedback. Full-time jobs make it hard for us to learn things because of the small amount of spare time we have. But this shouldn't hinder us. We must learn from the job. Let's look at an example. Jonah, who is a teacher, knew that he needed to improve, but he had no time to get more training. So he did a self-assessment and realized that he needed to be more organized. He asked some tips from other teachers on how he could better structure his class. This made him realize that too much class time was spent lecturing that the students actually learned more when they had time to practice and apply the concepts. This led him to shorten his lectures and create more practical exercises that allowed his students to develop their skills. Because of what he has done, Jonah trains other teachers and is on track to becoming the next school principal. And since this book was written years ago, I'm sure Jonah became a principal already. This is why being open to change and feedback is really crucial. Let's now talk about job opportunities. These come with networking and gaining new experiences. A recurring idea in most of the books I summarize is that it's generally a good idea to give yourself options. No matter how introverted you are, surprisingly, I'm an introvert, I took personality tests over the years and whether I agree with them or not, I always got INFJ-A. Anyway, no matter how introverted you are, contacts are crucial. All professional colleagues and personal friends have value when it comes to different opportunities. Another way to increase opportunities is through career options. It's collecting experiences. If you don't have a clear idea of what you want to do with your life, try out different things and discover what is out there. This is what I was able to do, trying out different things from art, theater, broadcasting, design, and today I find myself using all these things in my profession when I consult for companies or teach people. And having these connections with different people and experiences gives us control over things, especially when there are setbacks. And if these setbacks... Is your career. Two things can happen when your career hits rock bottom. It can shatter like glass or bounce back even higher like a rubber ball. And if you have these three stretches as mentioned a while ago, you'll realize that you will be like a rubber ball. The book also mentions three ounces of advice pounds, trounce, and an ounce. Pounds to keep learning and taking risks. Don't worry about looking dumb or falling on your face. It is far more important to stay curious and always be asking questions. The second is trounce. Keep practicing and developing skills no matter how many times you fail. In the previous episode when we talked about so good they can't ignore you, this is called career capital. It's not about perfection. It is about continuous growth and soon it will all compound and pay off. The third is announce. It is all about sharing goals and difficulties with peers. This will keep you focused on reaching those goals and improving to tackle the difficulties. A goal that you only know tends to slip away. So let the world know what you're aiming for. So here is a quick rundown of the useful points in this book. Learn on the fly in any situation. Acquire the tools to learn in the context of your job. We need to be able to open our thinking to a world beyond where we are now. We have to develop the ability to see and embrace opportunities in new ways to identify small and large decisions we can make to move our careers forward. We have to also assess whether we have a growth or fixed mindset. We have to be able to also connect to the people who can help us make our future happen. We have to discover multiple strategies for building a network and when to use each one depending on our type of job and personal style. We also have to be greedy in the sense when it comes to gaining experiences. We have to be able to grab meaningful career opportunities that will develop our capabilities both inside and outside the confines of our jobs. We always have to bounce forward and stay motivated through the ups and downs of a career. Resilience, motivation, and grit will help us see setbacks as part of our growth process towards bouncing forward. And that was a quick summary of Stretch, how to future-proof yourself for tomorrow's workplace by Barbara K. Mystic and Carrie Willard. In order to stay competitive in the future, we have to keep learning today. So we have to stay current and observe the changes going all around us. With the right perspective, We can stay ahead of the curve while simultaneously collecting contacts, experiences, and furthering our education. With this foresight, we'll be in a good position no matter what lays ahead. Here's an actionable advice. Become helpful. If you don't feel like you're being useful at your workplace, find at least one thing that you can do to make someone's life a little easier at work. If you're not sure how to do that, observe coworkers with genuine interest and curiosity. This will help you develop empathy, grow your network, and gain new inspiration for ways in which you can be more engaged and happy at work. And before you know it, you'll be presented with different opportunities. Enjoy your day, and don't forget to stretch. See you in the next episode. This was Day, and thank you for listening to The Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment.